Hello and welcome to the Spoon Carving Conversations podcast, where I talk to spoon carvers from around the world about how and why they carve spoons. I'm Simon Pooley, and in this episode I talk to Jan Leuschner from Germany. We talked about his experience working with various materials at school, and his time learning and working as a stonemason. Jan now carves beautiful spoons, bowls and cookses in his free time, and we talk about the technical details of spoon carving, as well as what draws him to the craft and working with his hands. A big influence he mentioned during our conversation is David Fisher, who has a lot of great information on his YouTube channel, DF Bowl Carver, or just by typing his name in the YouTube search bar. Once again, it was a real pleasure for me to talk to a fellow spoon carver, and I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, Jan. Yeah, thanks, um, first of all, for making the time to come and talk to me. Yeah, we had to Hello. postpone a few times, but I'm happy that you're here and we can talk a bit about spoons today. Well, I'm looking forward to Hi, Simon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I just mentioned, we kind of spoke briefly. I had the idea to, to ask you to come and join me and to talk. And then I just called you kind of in the middle of the day without writing first. And you were right in the middle of um, working on a gravestone that day. You were like in the middle of the work and it was quite a surprise for me because I actually didn't know this about you. And um, yeah, it was quite cool. And you, you explained briefly that this was how I understood it, your kind of trade, what you learned. Is that right? And you're just doing it sometimes now. Yeah, that's what I have learned. That's my trade. I'm a, a stonemason. And nowadays I don't work as a stonemason anymore, just from time to time it's more from year to year uh, like if I get asked from good friends or something and um, because I want to choose the, the work I want to do and not just doing the work because of the work yeah that was a possibility I got this year to uh, do another gravestone again and uh, yeah I love to do this but it's quite hard work <laughs> Yeah. And, but, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how then? Um, how do you become a stonemason? Like, uh, is it a ausbildung? Is it like an apprenticeship? Do you work with someone and, and start to getting paid, or how do you become a stonemason? I've got no idea. Yeah, that's like an apprenticeship in Germany. So it's a, a three-year apprenticeship, and uh, I started this. Uh, in the southeast of, of Germany, uh, was looking. Actually, I was, was planning to go to a stonemason school in in Austria or in Italy, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in South Tyrol, and there was this would be the full time solution, just a school where you do just the, the carving stuff and getting a sculpture. Uh, and I applied in the first year, got a chance, but decided ah, I don't want to be depend too much on my parents because uh, there was no payment there. It's just mm -hmm. a school where you go and uh, you have to finance your life uh, other, other way. Yeah. So I stepped back in this year and tried to apply in the year after because I went uh, in for working, save some, save some money. And the year after there was no first class. So uh, I was a bit on, on the on the decision point what to do now because that what what I planned to do wasn't working uh -huh. and 
I was looking for a apprenticeship place in Germany and first looked around my home, uh, hometown and Saxony. And there was just one place where you could do it or was offered uh, apprenticeship. And then I said, ah, I will look around Germany. It doesn't matter where I want to, to leave and go somewhere else. And um, I looked in South South Germany and there was like more than 30 possibilities and yeah I went there for practice uh, on two two places and uh, yeah ended up in 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 Baden-Württemberg uh, near from Tübingen and yeah did there my three years apprentice uh, um, apprenticeship mm -hmm. okay. and had a really really good master there where I could learn a lot of him and yeah was really nice yeah and how when you like when you get the title of stonemason I guess it also has different directions what the work is doing and you now went more into this thing of the gravestones was that what you learned during your apprenticeship was that a focus of that stonemason uh, no actually like uh was a part of it. A stonemason yeah. can do different uh, things like a restoration on churches, do the memorial stones. Like we we do tabletops or window tabletops as well. So there are so so different, uh, so many different things what you can do as a stonemason. And my interest uh, from the start uh, was always like to have. Um, as much as possible input, what I can do as a stonemason. And so I want to do uh, all the different things, not only be a stonemason, also do like the sculpturing thing and that stuff. So, and you get this uh, learned over the three years or uh, explain the tools. So learning is actually uh, work learning starts after the three years apprenticeship, uh, for my mm -hmm. opinion, mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's just using the tools you got teached, and that makes you a good stonemason, I think. So, yeah. And the things I do, if I do them, is more like a memorial stone. Or I did in New Zealand uh, stone walls as well. Okay. So, building stone walls. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh -huh. so during the apprenticeship, yeah, they try and hopefully you get a broad. Um... Uh, kind of look of all the different tools yeah. and options yeah. and and you choose and you kind of went more into the this no like you yeah, yeah went more to the gravestone work <laughs> and why that particularly as opposed to then maybe like the walls or the tables or the other things do you know why you went more in that way uh, well, that's the, uh, one of the main things like uh, what you do as a, uh, a stonemason. If you don't mm -hmm. go for a special like on working on churches and restoration, that's not what you do all the time. And I mm -hmm. was on, on, on a workplace what mainly does uh, gravestones mm -hmm. and just to, uh, um, to fill up the holes in between those uh, tasks, uh, we did different things like um, steps and that that kind of stuff. So and and some restoration. So and yeah, then the gravestones are the main work. So um, 
all the other things is like just you don't want to do all the uh, all along just one thing that's yeah that's the thing so it's nice to do a gravestone but if you do in between like uh, some stairs or some restoration it's like you're mixing your day it's not all day every day the same like you, you could if you want to just carve letters as a stonemason if you go and apply for the, the job like you want just do uh, letter carving okay could do this all day long yeah uh -huh. and yeah but What? you have to want this yeah like anything i don't know that's the thing to think about yeah go really deeply into one thing specific and yeah. maybe that can hold your attention and be satisfying to like get better and better at the specific thing yeah. or be more generalist and yeah i'm definitely more of a generalist mindset like sounds like you are too yeah and so you obviously had like to choose to go into stonework like you you wanted to work with your hands physically was that pretty obvious pretty early that you didn't want to sit in the office and you wanted to yeah, work that, with your hands that yeah that was a problem uh really of, of obviously uh okay uh, i went to school to a waldorf school and we did there uh, lots of like handwork like uh carving wood and uh forming clay and the different things on yeah. with different hand skills and like weaving or that stuff and uh, i was like after school i was thinking about so i i worked with wood I worked with clay. Uh, I did some metal work, but not that much. So uh, I didn't do stone work. So and and my dad saw uh, uh, a report in on TV about this uh, stonemason school in in South Tyrol, and he was thinking, yeah, that would be something for you. Come, mm -hmm. come on, we will drive there with the car, have a look, and apply there. And yeah, that's where the way was chosen. Mm -hmm. uh, a bit so and yeah and i wouldn't want to do an office job i'm i'm probably not an office worker so i have to do something with my hands and but also use my brain yeah 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 <laughs> yeah but uh okay yeah cool that makes sense yeah a lot of people like get the feeling that are carving now like even if they had a break in between often had something as a child like where they were building huts but they had some already as a child some things where they were busy making stuff and building stuff and encouraged by their parents maybe but um yeah and you were the same encouraged by your parents and you definitely had it around you and then somewhere you had like the wood stuff also at the school time and then you focused more on the stone and now like you uh, are you doing more stuff with wood now than stone Definitely, like yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, stone is like really uh, one year and then two years, no stone work. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, it's really a chosen thing because I don't earn my 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 payment over mm -hmm. this work anymore. So I choose some other work to do, and uh, came back to to the carving thing like two years ago just like i needed to do something with my hands i, I started like getting deeper and deeper in photography mm -hmm. and i really like to photograph 
different things and as well like like with my apprenticeship in stonemason i wanted to do different uh kinds of photography and try really um all those different kinds what you can do and i really like like doing this still but uh, uh was like always sitting on the end of the day in front of a computer or i have to do i uh, have to deal, deal with the phone and computer and like you end up with so many stock on picks on on so many hard drives and you can't you can't really uh, take them in your hands yeah, yeah and as started like on instagram seeing those stuff with the spoons and yeah i i thought so well i have to try this <laughs> something new a new new tar or new challenge maybe you can you can do this and the funny thing is like if i come to my parents place so there are stuff i did already carved in school so like salad surfers or i did for my my uh, for my mother likes uh, uh a shuffle for the salt and um, and, and th those stuff and and that's like 20 years or something ago you did this and that's like mm -hmm. compared to the things what i do now with the knowledge i have collected over the last two two and a half years it's uh, awesome yeah but still to see those things yeah they're still here and still being used and uh, yeah 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 I have a similar thing. I didn't more, like more, more chunky, more <laughs> definitely more chunky. And yeah, yeah. But I did. Uh, I can remember something like uh, the salad servers we did in school. I, I used was the first time I used the X. Okay. So, uh, I cut myself on on with the X on on my thumb. Yeah. And I have this scarf till, and that's like those things what you remember those things you yeah sell at servers and that was happened there and yeah and nowadays you 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 know more all the technical stuff what you need to know to use uh, x right that's mm -hmm. that's good yeah and yeah what you can do now with it yeah and now you're just um i don't know carving how much like how often do you carve how much of a part of a day is it your it's not your job it's I guess more like a hobby, you could say, is that right? Yeah. But how much yeah. like time does it take up? How much time do you put into it? Carving wood, oh. roughly. If, if, <laughs> if I want, if, if I could do what I want, I would carve every day, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it depends on the day. Like yesterday, uh, I carved the whole evening, like four to five hours. On the uh, was on a uh, rise up and carve Zoom meeting there meeting those guys yeah um some days i like to say for me like, ah, don't carve tonight so i would like to but you can't so because your family life you can't mm -hmm. do or every every night go in, in the cellar and go carving i would love to but you can't so otherwise your wife would leave you <laughs> on the end of the day <laughs> so yeah she, she is asking why are you carving so many spoons what do you want uh what are you doing <laughs> with them so and i just want carve a spoon so yeah i'll explain why uh, so many things you want to try and get better in it and yeah mm -hmm. so i i think if i carve i definitely if i start carving i carve like around three four hours on the evening night depends on yeah yeah
so it's uh, definitely something um yeah that that you have this impulse to yeah want to keep carving that's what i'm yeah. thinking some people that also like ah uh, some people fall off i've met people who like yeah kind of stopped and oh, i should get back into you know they have this kind yeah. of thoughts i've never had this at all and i feel like anything in my life now really well, maybe not everything but uh if something is like oh i should do it i don't know i don't have to do it i probably will say no i'll find something else that I'm more enjoy i'm not gonna push yeah. to something especially yeah. that's really not so important but as long as the kind of impulse is there for me to i want to go carve another one i yeah for yeah. sure keep doing it so so far this me is it too. for me and, too yeah and there's so 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 much wood around us so there's always like oh look at this ah you have to try this and yeah yeah that that's my my main weakness collecting wood <laughs> Not your best strength depends how you look at it. <laughs> uh, uh, a strength would be to say, "Ah, oh, no, you don't. Need, you, have, you have enough." So okay. Yeah. One of the big tasks for next year, uh, uh, I will sort out my my cellar because there's so so many wood. So there has to be some for, it gets to more firewood and get a little bit more sorted because, like, I have a box with unfinished spoon and. You always start or get another piece and another rough mm -hmm. spoon and uh, yeah that's piles up and then you look at them and oh that was a, a nice one what you started so you have to finish this so uh, that's that's hard thing for me i think because um you get uh every day over uh, about instagram new ideas and want to try this uh, and you want to try this right now and then you have to let them try a little bit so they try and lay around and then they got forgotten and like i did the ball a couple of weeks ago that was like sitting on my on my desk like for two four months i don't know a long mm -hmm. time and then you come back to it and, and finish it off and yeah sometimes it would be better just to start a thing and finish it off and, and start a new thing but i'm really bad on this yeah Yeah, <laughs> I can relate. For me too, the most um, kind of part with the most fun and exciting is definitely the like kind of axing, chopping and, and rough cutting, getting it yeah. to there. And then and then for, I feel like I kind of know, oh, that's a really nice one. Even though it's not finished, it's kind of, I know what it is in yeah. a way. So it feels kind of finished. And I love that start chopping in with the axe and the knife where like, I think this is going to be good. And you see the wood grain and, that's the most exciting and then again it is the satisfaction like you say when you do finally finishing cuts and oil this is also a nice uh, yeah yeah part but sometimes that 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 piece in between yeah is where it stagnates sometimes yeah you carve also some really nice big bowls i've seen you do which is really cool and something i haven't done so much and it must take quite a lot more work more time more like patience to do a, a bowl compared to a spoon is that right uh, i wouldn't say that it's just different and it's a, it's a different work process mm -hmm. so and uh yeah i i came or found this uh, american bowl carver uh, it's called david fisher and he is awesome in his stuff that's this man is really incredible what he's doing and what hand skills he has and like he does 
really nice balls and and like bird balls and and he sees stuff in in, in the wood that's like he sees something and then he carves it out is awesome and he and he's really precise on his lines and that that's something what i'm looking forward to that or i want to have that a spoon has a really nice or a bowl has a nice line and uh, there's not no interruption for your eye so mm -hmm. then the whole thing rounds really nice uh, up so and on the bowl is like ah, it's, it's something bigger kind of bigger depends on the bowl size what you want to do and want to carve and then it's you could uh, carve with all the spoon tools you have you could carve a, a nice bowl if you want to yeah so they're like if you have like a two-handed bowl something like that it's easily carved with with your your spoon tools what you have and like the bigger ones you use different uh, tools you still use x and uh, I use a ad as well yeah. for holding out because the, uh, if you can use the, the ads right as tool, it's really speeding up the process. Yeah. So if you, uh, on the beginning, it's, it's a, a different or a difficult uh, tool, for my opinion, because the, the, the height of the, of the piece and how you swing the arm and that stuff, uh, you get, has to get used to this tool, but if you have it in then it's really efficient mm -hmm. and yeah then it's there as well you can rough out a, a ball with no problems and and i would say in three four hours something like that so that's in, in one step and then you have to, to put the ball away for uh, if you use green wood for like three weeks to let them slowly dry okay and then it's the process again to do the finishing cuts. So that's again. Yeah. yeah. But do, do with the bowls, it still is maybe a little bit more time, not as much as I kind of thought, because I was thinking about, yeah, more like long-term projects. I mean, if you do a small, simple spoon with practice, you can do it in an hour, hour and a half or yeah, yeah. less. But um, um do you make then bowls just for the fun of it as you do for a spoon or is that more if you want to give it to someone or someone asks you to make one or is it still something with a bowl you do just because you like to do it without a yeah yeah it's yeah, definitely just yeah. the fun part like if you if you have a look on david fisher's work and you see this and what he's doing and how to precise and that's me like i want to try this i, mm -hmm. I want to do something similar and like if you you have this then in your hand and you grab this and you can feel the form shape and that thing like is really satisfying, I think, or pleasing me. And yeah. And I always like be, I want to try it by myself. So it's nice to, to see work of others, but I think you, you can give it a go by yourself as well, always. And, yeah. And, train uh, through this process really your own skills that you can develop on the end of the day your own shape and and, and forms like that it's similar like in the spoon carving like there are some guys really have it in i think and you can learn from them so much and that's the reason why i'm 
like I don't I, I wouldn't say it's copying because you mm -hmm. can't really copying uh, but uh, get in, inspired from them for their uh, from the work of them so um, then on the end of the day you can like process your own style more more easily and get to your own shapes I think yeah 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 but it's definitely helpful hard huh, to see the process of others for sure yeah. yeah um one thing i'm thinking about also was um because i carve quite a lot of spoons i would say i don't know i mean it's quite a lot considering i'm not uh, really selling them or it's not my job or anything but i carve like yeah multiple a week sometimes more so i think in a way it's quite a lot um And then I've been thinking maybe if I want to do less spoons and really try and focus more on quality or more on thought of what I want to do, because I'm still quite often like, yeah, I want to carve a spoon. I go to the park and I have a piece of wood and I, and often I don't have a, even something in mind. I, the size of the wood will kind of dictate, yeah, I want to make an eating spoon, but then I cut it and like, 90% I just draw and I'm not even sure what sort of bowl, what sort of handle, like this is so vague. And then I just spur of the moment, do something. And I, in a way it's kind of nice to have that freedom, but I'm kind of wondering what, what they would look like and what would happen if I just carved less and kind of put more time into the design thought before I went out. Um, if my spoons would get like better in some way. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on on this kind of carving less, doing less work, but maybe more thoughtful versus just kind of doing it, doing it, doing it? Uh, I'm a little bit undecided on on, on this question because, yeah. like, um, before before I started, like uh, my apprentice as a stonemason, I was always like carving, just got a piece of wood and start carving and wood dictates you the way what i like wanted to go like on on this uh on, on this this one like i found like a crooked uh oak yeah uh, cool. oak piece and that's something like i wouldn't i wouldn't put any any form in that i was thinking or imagining about that it was just like do the crank and or do the, the splitting of the crook and then see what what form uh, fits in If you uh, want to specific spoons like an and Scandi eating spoon or something like that, then probably it would help to do or to think about in in, in front of. I would say, mm. but uh, for getting better, I think it's always good to to carve and then definitely think about what you did, and the next spoon will be better. Definitely, because uh, if you uh, practice and practice, I think uh, this is like with drawing or everything in life, uh, you will get better if you think about it. If you don't think mm -hmm. it, then just do the carving the, for the carving, then yeah, I think there's no development. But uh, if you, you think about and have a look on how other people do carving and and watch uh, watch like tutorials and then you can pick up lots of, of of help out of that things you didn't think about uh thought about before and that stuff and 
Yeah, I think it's mm. half half for me. I would say. Yeah, and I Because guess I, or go ahead. I, I I'm not not the one like uh, I wouldn't do like uh, like Emmett is doing. This is a crazy thing. If he do does his spoon of the month, this is a quite interesting challenge. But I probably that would be the the point where it starts like being if you just carving uh, as a stonemason letters. If yeah, you, do, you get better in the sh in the shape, and and you definitely think about. But I want to do a, a different shape in between. I couldn't do like 70 of of like if of his eatings was it's crazy and how <laughs> how he's timing it and and he knows I have two or two and a half weeks and I have to carve in two and a half weeks 70 or around 70 spoons eating spoons and and he does it. This is a crazy thing, but I, I don't know if I. I If I could it, and if I could it, I wouldn't do it the, the way like uh, Emmett is doing it because you can do it definitely a bit efficiently, mm -hmm. I, I would say. Uh, but he is doing like uh, every spoon like he would do uh, a single spoon. But if you have to do like 70, you you, you think about a, a different uh, process. So and you would have a pencil definitely. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he keeps, yeah, doing it all with the axe yeah, and things. Yeah, it's it's uh, very commendable. I mean, the, the only times I've really had the same thing a few times is with the rise up uh, templates too, where I've done yeah. two or three of the same spoon. And even this is like it's just such a different feeling to work to a template to have like to try and make a form as to just this much more instinctual carving. Okay. And, yeah. I kind of like the challenge, but uh, every now and again in doses because, yeah, it slows the process down so much. Like the last one I did here is this kind of Rachel Bainton yeah, yeah. was the last one. And it's kind of a deceivingly simple spoon, kind of nothing crazy, no big crank. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, re I really tried to follow the template and this just takes so much longer. Like this took over a week, you know, I would just come back. Simon, to it. You didn't, you didn't. Yeah. Square <laughs> I so saw that. Cool. You have to cool square. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But, And, but I think that that's, that's the, the stuff. What, um, uh, what you can learn a lot of the, the those simple spoons and just focus on, on, on those simple lines, because I think this, uh, simple lines are way harder to get. Because then everything what you do has to be like uh, for your eyes wide. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like mm. a kind of spoon like this one, if this does, doesn't line up perfectly, doesn't matter. You wouldn't see this because like this is a cranky uh, crank a uh, little bit. I don't know if you could use the spoon and uh, um, and. I think there's not, not a problem. And on a simple spoon, for me, it's really important that, that the lines are, are flowing and that they're really good looking for your eye. Yeah, no, that's right. It definitely stands out more, huh? Uh, yeah. In these more simpler, simpler forms. Is there anything that you think like has to be there for it to be like a really good spoon i mean there's so many variations and shapes and crank and this do you think is there any particular thing you feel like will will kind of make or break a spoon to make it a good spoon or or not so or is it depend mm, 
I think the crank is quite important. And that was something I, I learned from like uh, the the Aussie guy, uh, how's the, Tom? Uh, Thomas? Yeah. Spoon um, carving with Tom? Yeah, spoon carving yeah. with Tom. And this guy, like he was explaining, like he is always bending his metal spoons for, for the crank. <laughs> Funny uh -huh. thing, but but <laughs> if you think and, and and listen to his explanation, and this makes really sense. And I think that a, a crank is, I, I think a spoon uh, don't has to be, uh, don't have to be so too flat. Has has to be half a crank, and uh, bowl wise. So I think for me, it's always the hardest thing uh, to get a really good bowl shape. I think so. Mm -hmm. Because uh, if you start uh, spoon carving, for my opinion, you do always too deep bowls. Uh, if you yeah. look at metal spoon, they don't have any depth actually in, but they have a depth. And to find out how to to reach this and and how to reach your spoon knife really uh, in the right way, I think that's something what you have to learn really on on the beginning then mm -hmm. all other things i think handle handle is like is a a haptic thing i think that's different from from people to people i i experience sometimes i really uh i like thin handles but they don't um should be too thin mm -hmm. if they do too uh, you you because a wooden spoon is uh, um, by itself really light one so uh, it's always lighter than any metal spoon so mm -hmm. and if the handle is uh, thin as well then i think uh, from the haptic uh, is difficult for my yeah. opinion so i want to have a little bit but not too chunky uh, if it's too chunky then it's a cooking spoon or eating spoon that the handle definitely has to be right yeah and yeah again like you say it's personal kind of someone might say too much too little but then going back to the crank what then you said the crank's important how much like are you more of a lots of crank little medium i've uh, gone to more like definitely medium to a bit more i would say yeah. rather than less <laughs> I, I, I think the, the 30 degrees something like that is mm -hmm. it's quite good and functioning for my opinion yeah like uh if if it's too too much it's the, the the spoon looks really cool and if you like uh, using cranks uh, uh crooks therefore for carving but like for eating if this is too much i think yeah it would work but that's i think most of the time you would lose your food from the spoon bowl so yeah and Yeah, I, I experience if, if the if the crank is is too flat, I think uh, like the looking of it of of the spoon like um, gets a little bit boring. I think so. Mm -hmm. I really, I think this one is okay. Could be more on this one. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm showing. And yeah. I think yes. so around 30 degrees, something like that. You, you have to have that it's working really nice. And then it's a nice eating experience. Yeah. So. 
Um, and then is there anything, I don't know, anything you would say is kind of recognizable about your spoon? Some people have, especially the people who carve their same spoon again and again, like Rachel Bainton, I would say, has a very unique uh, spoon she offers for sale, which yeah. change over time, which is quite cool. She's talked about, she doesn't use templates and there she has freedom to stay the similar shape, but uh, it forms over time. Possibly the same with Emmett. I'm not quite sure how he's doing it, but you're doing quite a lot of different styles similar to me, but is there anything you kind of think would would be recognizable to be one of your spoons or it's still quite broad that that it might I, not I, be? I, I, I think that's still quite broad. I would say probably some would say, okay, that could be one of Jan's. And if I put a, a little chameleon on, on top, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that doing uh, other people that often. So, but that was yeah. just like a thing I, I had to do for my son because he's really into chameleons and I wanted to try this. And uh, like I said before, if you want to do something and try it and it looks out and if it's good, looks good, it looks good. If it doesn't work, can cut it just off and finish off. But a chameleon, something different than like on on orange stuff with the snakes so that's like i think he is really good in this and that's his special thing what is he doing but i'm i wouldn't do this on on every spoon mm -hmm. so and because like doing a chameleon on every spoon is so time consuming i have uh, i have a spoon i have to finish for a friend of mine where i got some some wood and like the chameleon is like you have to be in the flow to do this on, on one night and then it's like now it's the, the, the spoon is sitting there again for a couple of weeks and didn't get it finished yet so because the small detail detail, detail things on, on, on those uh, create uh, jobs it's yeah. tricky I would say yeah <laughs> so, yeah definitely but, yeah, but those details. Maybe on one that. thing. So one thing with yours that just came into mind that kind of stands out. You don't do it all the time, but the, your lettering work. You've done some really jumped yeah. out at me. I think that was one of the first one. Maybe I commented on yours, but uh, yeah, that really stood out to me. Your super clean lettering was, yeah, really stood out. Um, yeah, how did you get? how did you practice this or get good? Did your stone work help this because you did lettering in the gravestones, but has this got any relationship to doing it with wood? Uh, I, I can't compare it because of the material, but uh, yeah. the way is similar, but um, I, I like lettering. I did this in school, so I, I played around with letters all the time. I can remember in school. Always like writing, like writing writing letters, uh -huh, yeah, different writing fonts. Letters and and that, that's that's a thing. If you like to do this, then you find a way to do it in, in, in wood as well. And uh, I think uh, it's for me, it isn't that hard. Like it's like with the color rosing, the, the main or the hard thing on it is like uh, doing the layout for it. The carving mm -hmm. uh, uh, on the end of the day is not, not 
you have just to, to know what to do uh, in, in, in with the wood grain. So it's similar like cutting the ball out or something like that. That's, uh, there are rules and mm -hmm. they are like they are. And if you um, have them in mind, then that's not a problem. But the, the layout to find how it works and mm -hmm. therefore the, the the American guy, David Fisher, is really a, a role model tool. So and the, uh, there are lots of like um, letter carvers from from England and and and, and Ireland. Uh, they do it in in the memorial stones as well, and there you can get good experience uh, in, uh, impressions there yeah. and get um, yeah ideas how to do it and like putting. Um, letters together and and just play around with letters so mm -hmm. and sometimes i i'm the only one who can can read the world uh, like i did for a friend of mine uh, two kids spoons and there i wrote the, the names on and and um like the, the boy was a uh, uh, boy's name is finn and, yeah. and 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 i i tried to to shape the whole world like a fin from a from from a, a fish a fish fin ah, or like okay. on a surfboard like you have this this like wave thing and you can this is just the idea behind so you have the idea and you you recognize the world but like on the end of the day what's the the owner of this wound and oh, yeah what's that meaning about but <laughs> it looks cool <laughs> but yeah but that's the thing i i do my whole life i i think because i i like to do playing around with the letters and and, and yeah so but mm -hmm. and that's that's definitely helping me in in all the, the lettering on on spoons and because uh yeah it's like the the, the flowing lines on on a spoon the, the letters if you do them i think they have to be crisp and 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 good and and you have to probably if you want to do this just try it on a test piece or like like um the english guy uh, then then lawrence does it like he has this this carving sticks they are awesome like when he tries his patterns there on it so that's something what if you start want to do this uh, you have to do it like that yeah did you I, do I the same thing did you like put much time practicing it or yeah well, <laughs> so that's the I, advice I, I, but I, I i i'm like that um uh, this is working i yeah. know and and then that's uh i would love that i could do this like that but i'm i'm more like i have a spoon and i know i want to write this one on it and mm -hmm. then it has to go and in the in the most kind of woods they are easy to to carve letters and then like uh, David Fisher went to the Spoon Fest two years or uh, three years ago, and there's like explanation video on YouTube you can watch about his letter carving. And like he he has uh, grinded a, a pocket knife, uh, a small pocket knife, a, a special shape, and he's just like letter carving with a pocket knife. And Chris really nice mm -hmm. that there's no need for a special knife or something like that. And, it's just like you have to practice how how you carve in, in what direction and how to do it and and then if you try this on on a piece then 
the 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 the, uh, the the difficult things like rounds are not that difficult anymore because like there are rules and mm. you can do this and you have to to change the direction on on, on some parts of the letter and yeah mm-hmm. but the the, the letter carving definitely uh, uh, what was helping my apprenticeship in the stones because like there's like this similar carving but the material is definitely uh, totally different working you have no wood grain in stone there's yeah. just like you, you chip out the stone and there's a really important thing that uh, you carve uh, like a v in, in stone and and the middle line has to be really in the middle mm-hmm. uh, in between and like crisp and sharp and uh, you see every fold you do you in in a bed uh, carved uh, letter you you definitely will see it and and it will pop out on your eye yeah so especially once it gets some uh, light on it right with a shade yeah. you can really see yeah. if the line's not crisp yeah. what sort yeah. of out of interest with the stone i've got no idea what sort of tools are used then to make the lettering or is there different ways to do it but i've seen these gravestones with super clean, it almost looks like a sore cut or something. It's so clean. What sort of uh, tools? Well, mainly power tools. Uh, yeah. I, I, I the main shape of the stone, for example, I do with with uh, a, a flex, a big and small flex, different um, mm-hmm. uh, plates on it, uh, diamond plates on it. And then you have like a grinder where you can smooth and uh, all the carving and and and, and this work, um, carving and stonemason work uh, you do with uh, with a com- compression air tool. That's okay. Like a, a compression air hammer. I have. Yeah. Like, and there's a, there's a chisel you put in the in the hammer, and then you can carve. Like uh, similar things you you can get for wood carving as well, but yeah. I haven't used this and. I'm not in that much on 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 like uh, machines on carving with wood. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm more preferring hand tools for for working with wood. Mm-hmm. But in stone, there's you can do it, but it's more time consuming. Yeah. So and yeah, the mm-hmm. lettering you do, you, you can really uh, uh, how how to say it in English uh, really. Sensible uh, use that the uh, compression air hammer. So you can, yeah. uh, if you have it really on, under control, I can leave one hit other another out of the hammer. So and you can because on small letters there, like the letters I carved on the last one, uh, last zone, like they were they had a height of three centimeters, three and a half centimeters, something like that, and the the letter themselves is like um, around five-ish, six millimeters thick so and then yeah, you have very to, small to put, put the we in it and you have different size because like the, the date you you have smaller letters and mm-hmm. therefore it's really uh, important that you be really uh, sensible on the on the compression air hammer but yeah. it's possible and um it's way easier if you have it under control than do it with just the hammer and the chisel mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's amazing how precise still because I can imagine that stone, is it granite or quite a hard stone? I feel like it could chip so easily and similar to yeah. a stone. Wouldn't it be, it must happen 
somehow that it just chips and it's ruined. What do you do? It? Like in that case, how can you save something? If you are a good stonemason, <laughs> nobody sees it. At the <laughs> okay. End of the day. Yeah. So, it was like uh, on, on, on my last one was always like in, in my back of my head, like oh, ho hopefully that nothing goes wrong. Mm -hmm. So and that that keeps you really uh, really uh, like focused on what you are doing because that's so easy because of the smallness of the letters that uh, you put one time the the hammer too much and <laughs> you can mm -hmm. ruin the whole stone. <laughs> yeah. No 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 problem. So that's you have to to pause in between and 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 when you uh, when you have a run then just two letters and and then everybody i think every stonemason does has a has his own style to do this so uh, my master said one one letter at a time he does so mm -hmm. and i will i'm working like i do some straight and then finish part of the the letters that they're different ways so on the end of the day, you have to get it finished uh, and find the way what works best for you. Yeah. Yeah. But this uh, lettering is on zones is quite, uh, I think it's hard. It's not really physical hard, but to stay focused that that, that time is, I think it's the hard thing. And, and small turns in, in stone is hard. I, I don't yeah. like O's and, and zeros. Uh -huh. Can and, pick, and pick the names. I only do it for uh, straight-lettered yeah, yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. uh, it depends on, on, on your letter style. So uh -huh. there are different styles and templates for letters, but most of them are have rounds in it. So And on the end of the day, if you, if you do the round, and, and the round flows, it's easier a round one to carve than a really straight line because uh, like an E, an E has to be straight and uh -huh. really in the, uh, the middle line, really in between two lines. And that's not not easier on the end of the day. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's for the uh, for the first thing, it seems to be easier, but like if you use your body and, and, and your 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 hands like they want to do a round mm -hmm. so it's um, easier for they for them to do rounds than actually a really straight thing true like Sim we spoke about with the simpler straighter yeah. spoons it, yeah. it's yeah. more obvious these little uh yeah things that aren't straight so with the lettering that might be a good idea because i've haven't done it my, a couple of times i've tried but that might be an idea to really pick a font that is more kind of flowing, huh? To start yeah. off with, then a yeah. that's yeah. a good yeah. idea, huh? Have, have yeah. a look on this on, on this YouTube video from David Fisher. It's yeah, like I will. The, I'll check the, it out on the UK Spoon Spoon Club from uh, Barn the Spoon. Uh, he interviewed him, and he was like like showing how his process is doing this and he's carving mm -hmm. there uh, the letter r in a piece of wood and there got everything in so mm -hmm. yeah in, in wood in wood uh, it's uh, even easier to carve the straight uh, lines i think in, in the in the letter r it's actually you have two lines and then you just cut in and actually the, the, the wood grain leads your knife so there's Mm -hmm. and in wood 
is on the end of the day, it's like cutting through the different cranes. It's it's in a, on the round harder than cutting just straight in it. Depends on how the grain mm -hmm. is running through this letter. Yeah, depends on the the grain of the wood and I guess the shape of the handle itself, right? If it's a rounded top or a flat surface, could also. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know that, 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 that doesn't matter that much. No. Uh huh. Okay. It's like with the with the chip carving, so because like on 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 the surface or on the on the space what you have on the spoon, like I don't have a leather carved spoon here. Um, yeah, doesn't matter because you you follow the the, the shape of the of the handle or that stuff. So mm -hmm. okay, like, yeah, so. yeah. What um so. Then you're carving lots of spoons, like me, quite a lot in quite a lot of time. What uh, what happens to most of your spoons? They hang around. Some you give away or sell, or or where do they go? Yeah. So so yeah, I I do. Some of them hang around, but not that long. I would like sometimes, but like this is always hard for me. So uh, I, I don't need to keep them really. And like like this one, uh, I'm swapping now with a Danish guy. Uh, he he did some some chip carving on on a on a on a cooking spoon, and I, I like this. I commented on 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 Instagram, and I said, oh, uh, and he replied, and he was like, oh, thank you. That's really really appreciate that you are commenting, and then and you are quite inspiring my work and. Uh, I was saying, oh, I really like your uh, your <laughs> spoon, and if you are interested, I would like to swap for this spoon if you would like. And she said, oh yeah, yeah, let's do this. And yeah, he chose now he want this spoon, and I I I will do some letter covering on this one on top okay. now because he wanted his name on it, and I said, ah, oh, I probably shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. I can put your name on this spoon, even if it, if the spoon is already finished. So. Yeah, some get some material off it. It's no problem, and mm -hmm. I hope so. Otherwise, I have to do it again. But I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah. I think you've got it. Cool. So swap sometimes. Yeah, I I I, I start putting more uh, or pushing this more lately. Uh, uh, we we came about swapping to this uh, conversation. I, I think. And we will do yeah. a swap definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That for me, it's that that I probably like it more because your spoon gets more appreciation of it or of your work. So like mm -hmm. I did uh, took part on 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 Rachel's spoon swap and like the guy who was American and was oh, uh, yesterday night when I uh, uh, went in the in the rise up and calf meeting. It was like, oh, you are the one. Uh, he was telling, he was so fascinating of, of her fa facets you did on, on, on this spoon on the back. So, yeah. And I think that, that that's good. If you uh, selling the spoons, is, uh, uh, I think it's hard or not really hard, but like if somebody really likes your work uh, uh, and and, and contacts you and and ask for spoons that's really as well nice and sometimes refinance your tools a bit 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's not my main reason to do. So um, at first place, it's the, the carving process and having them. And if they sit around, they sit around and you always have the possibility to have a good present, birthday present or something like that. If you visit friends or something like that. And yeah, I, I have a little... Um, uh, uh, some spoons in on on a in, in a pop up store. They contacted me about or over Instagram and asked for and if I would took part of it. Yeah, I do something like that every, every year, but okay. it's not mainly. I'm not like working for this. Mm-hmm. So because that would put too much pressure on it. So and 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 uh, I would lose the, the fun part of it a bit. So, yeah. So yeah, it's still mostly yeah for the, the for the process of of carving itself, huh? And discovering and playing with the shapes and trying yeah. new things. Yeah. yeah. And and then yeah, it's nice to give it away or sell it or something to yeah. someone who appreciates it, right? That's yeah, the, that, that's, that's always that's, nice, huh? That, that's that's the best thing on it. If if somebody contacts you and it's like, ah, oh, I like this spoon, I want to have mm-hmm. this, like the Kuska uh, I carved lately or finished off lately was the same project. Like was laying around a couple of months on my on my work table, and then I wanted to do the colorizing on the handle and uh, finally finished it off and like I posted it on Instagram and the guy contacted me and. I want say, uh, I want this, I want this, how much? And yeah, you sort this out. And then I told him, ah, I'm not quite sure if you really want this, that the, the, the cook, cooks, I actually had a, a small crack. I glued again. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was saying, I'm not definitely sure if it holds up uh, hot, uh, hot drinks or something like that. And he was, uh, ah. and I said to him, like, I have another one um, pre-carved sitting around and I can finish this off. And he was saying, ah, I don't mind. I get this one and you finish off the other one. I take this one too. <laughs> so ah, yeah. now, now I have the pressure to finish the other one off too. So yeah, but that's like the, 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 the funny part of, of the carving. If, if you have this luck to, to find somebody who appreciates your stuff, like uh, last year, a, a, a guy was, from Paris and like he was contacting and asking for an eating spoon and then he ended up and uh, bought two of my balls and five eating spoons and that's like that's good and you, you have to appreciate this but that, that's you can't count on this like that that's really good on on the po- podcast Emmett is doing he's really mm-hmm. uh, into this and how this works and and he really explains this how, how this works so and but I, I i'm not on this point that i want to do this just for for my living i wouldn't uh, on the end of the day probably i wouldn't enjoy it that much and it's like just a, a thing to to have something uh, opposite to your normal work life so mm-hmm. for the work-life balance so it's really good and i think the septic thing is uh, like we had it last night on on the the rise up in calf. Uh, like Owens was saying, it everybody who doesn't calf a spoon, he is missing out something in, in life. And <laughs> I, I I think it's really really the thing today to do something with your hands. 
So because we are human beings, we got hands and and and, and feet, and uh, we are not just have we not just having a brain. So and our brain needs that we use our hands on the end of the day, and that's that's the thing what many people, for my opinion, drives crazy because they don't know anymore to to use their hands and what mm-hmm. their hands actually could do if you train them. So and it's really like why I started again carving because like on the end of the day you you have a spoon and you can grape the spoon in your hand and and that's like it's a satisfying feeling and you can follow the shape and you can feel like the bowl thickness and and if you're really good like uh, similar to the stonework when I do like uh, flattening flattening a surface so and your hands are so sensible that you they're really more sensible than your eyes would ever be uh, you can uh, feel with your fingers uh, uh, dense and and if something not is really flat you can just uh, uh, flow flow around the surface and and just to let the fingers do the work and then you see, ah, okay, on this thing, here's something wrong here. You have to go on on this or over this again. And similar like on, on bowl mm-hmm. thickness and that stuff, you really can train your fingers and then you go, oh, yeah, yeah, there's something to to, to, to match or something like that. And like last night, I'm really bad on, on carving and do like a Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, like last night, I uh, can, can you see this? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and this happened twice last night. I have yeah. two spoons, what I like, they were nearly finished and like uh, they went too too thin and because I didn't had a um, attention, or yeah. not, uh, put not a much attention on it. So yeah, still good looking, but I, I wouldn't use the spoon anymore because I, I'm afraid that you would crack on some stage and get but that, that's a, a spoon like for for hanging or having some somewhere laying around just like nice one yeah 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 I've seen people do this before like carve through the bowl which you nearly did there and I haven't yeah. done it and I always ask myself like how could you how could this happen but this is it hard just kind of if you, yeah if maybe you smoother and smoother and mm-hmm. smoother like like spoon carving with Thomas doing it always like all the the whole the, the, the fine chips what he produced on the end of the fine cut if you really have to to get a, a, a smooth finish and you yeah. use the, the wider part of the of the uh, spoon carving blade then can happen yeah <laughs> but then it's like similar to the handle if the if the bowl is too thin like something on some videos you can see like they bending bending them mm-hmm. in the front so well not this one is not uh, then I think ah that doesn't feel right so yeah ball is is it's a tricky thing it shouldn't be too thick and for eating spoon definitely it shouldn't be too thin mm-hmm. so and uh on the end of the day if it's too thin it breaks too easy and yeah it's not re- robust enough and yeah that's stuff but too rough shouldn't be uh, the spoon shouldn't look too rough either so like my wife is 
is uh, really uh, sensible. So she's not really using uh, any of our wooden spoons because she doesn't uh, like the, the feeling of it. Yeah, I, I really I have one spoon I, I use regularly. I would I would say for eating, and uh, I really uh, I really like it. So it's mm -hmm. totally different, and the lightness of a spoon, and that's awesome. So like eating out with a, with a wooden spoon out of a wooden bowl is something I really appreciate. Like David Fisher is saying, like if you use a, a wooden bowl for ice cream, for example, the ice stays longer as an ice cream, doesn't melt that fast because of the isolation of the wood. Uh -huh, so yeah. It keeps it longer cold. So it's, it's like that. So those things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think some people use exactly like this spoons for like certain things right like for yeah, the porridge yeah. or just for this yeah. or that um yeah i'm the same i think i don't i'm not all i'm mostly using my spoon but sometimes i still <laughs> use a normal spoon <laughs> crazy i know but i had a similar thing with my wife also who the first time she had a wooden spoon was like mm, in her mouth no it feels strange and it's yeah. thick and yeah. and this and that but then I carved like another one after a while and maybe made it a bit thinner and more refined. And she said yeah. the same, but I said, ah, just stick with it. And she tried it and now it's kind of changed and now she uses it and enjoys it. So I think it is just yeah. a, also a case of yeah, getting use. It's a slightly yeah, different feeling definitely. to a steel spoon, but yeah. um, yeah, you can, you can get used to it. Uh, definitely. Yeah. It depends on, uh, depends on the, the, on the finish, on the knife mm -hmm. finish. I, I think, and, this is uh, different from wood to wood, I would say. And mm -hmm. There are woods that are better to finish off with a sharp knife than other ones. So, yeah. And what what spoon I really like to use is like the template from the Ruark uh, challenge, like uh, the, the small, skinny one. Uh, I don't know, 26 or one, what it was like. There was like the... the the angle shape, like uh, yeah. like uh, like a little teaspoon or something like that. Um, this one I like really the shape. I would round probably on on another one a little bit the, the corners off because it was quite harsh on this one. But this is a spoon I could love to use like for eating ice cream. It's like a small spoon, a quite straight spoon, and yeah. Uh huh. I'll have to check it out. I, I kind of have the idea to yeah go back and carve oh. some of those rise up templates because I haven't haven't done so many. And so far, I've just kind of done the ones where really like it stood out to me. Like, ah, oh, this is something like the, um, um, what's his name? Dan Lawrence. Dan Lawrence. I did yeah. a lot because his style, uh, yeah, I love and the colors and everything. Yeah. So I wanted yeah. to do again and again. And But uh, yeah, I think it, there's still a lot to be had from going back and doing these other forms. Aha, uh -huh, now I see this one. Yes, I think this, this is from this the Kiwi guy. Um, I forgot his name now. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I think just by trying these different forms, yeah, we might suddenly realize, ah, actually yeah. this form, which I never knew, I do really yeah, like yeah, to yeah. use. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and and then you can transform with time. So I think if you have the skills, I think... It's good to uh, stack with the template in the first place, but like Oren is doing, like he is not, for my opinion, yes, uh, because he is a graphic designer or something like that. He is uh, doing for his work, and like he is 
drawing all the templates by himself. So just like lining up with the eyes if the, the size wise is, is, is working out, but then he's doing it by eyes. So he's not really sticking the, the template yeah. on it. So, yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many different ways to do it and uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter as long as it works for, for each person. And as long as, yeah, we're, we're enjoying it. However <laughs> we do it. Yeah. It's a funny thing that I never thought I would enjoy so much, but as long as I enjoy it so much, I keep going. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think it's really helpful. So helpful. How, how do you mean? Oh, for, for our brains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because it's it's kind of relaxing on the end of the day, you have to stay yeah. focused that you don't cut yourself with, with the sharp tools. But on the end of the day, if you train your fingers right, uh, you can rely on, on, on your skills. And then, um, like, is it really, like, relaxing? It's for me, like, I, I, I was uh, racing bicycle races and, and the training, what you do for it. Yeah, like if you're sitting on, on your bike for six hours that uh, you could be really frustrated when you start and after six hours riding bicycle, you are the relaxest guy on earth. Uh -huh. just, uh, you, you, you have this time and, and your body has to do something repeated always, always, always. And you, you, you think about a problem or something like that. And on the end of the bike ride, you, you have like uh, solved it. For you and 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 you you are not angry on the end of the day anymore mm -hmm. and it's for me similar with like spoon carving because you 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 put your focus on on something different and then you have still the time to think about things yeah but getting uh calm you down self or yeah you calming yourself probably uh, i would say like that i don't know this yeah. is the right english mm -hmm. yeah no, I know what you mean. And it's not maybe not so many other moments in life where you, yeah, give yourself this space and this time, right? It's kind yeah, of an excuse yeah. to do nothing. Although you're working, like you say, with practice, it becomes more um, automatic. And yeah, you have this time to, to think and to sit yeah. and yeah, on, on not the, be reacting. On the, end of, on the end of the day, is the doing or, or like uh, doing a, hand, uh, um, uh, a skill? Or practicing a skill on the day on the end of the day more relaxing than just sitting in front of a computer or, uh, or on the tv and watch a, a movie it's partly as well relaxing but mm -hmm. uh, you get more out of it uh, if you do something still yeah because we got our hands i, I would always say like in in four more times um it was like in our region here on the Erzgebirge, there was lots of like carvers. They, they, they did like the, the guys who went in the in the mountains and all the, the angels and, and that kind of carving tradition is around here. Yeah. And and that was the thing what they did on on, on the dark nights. They were sitting around an uh, uh, oven and uh, yeah, women did knitting or something like that uh, and the guys uh, uh, did knife work or something like that weaving and so they always did something mm -hmm. because we are we got this hands on on our body so otherwise they wouldn't put on them 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing uh, <clears throat> why I went, uh, came came back to this because mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, it's good for you. To do something like that. Yeah. And do you feel like that's rubbing off? Have you seen it? Or do you separate it with your children? I'm wondering, like, do they see you work and and you think it has an effect on them maybe to see you sitting there and working and having this kind of quiet time? Or do you separate it and have time for your children and then go away on your own and separate a bit the two worlds? Uh, it's so-so. Sometimes my, my little one, it's coming with me in the cellar and yeah. he, he, he wants to try something, but like... It's hard for me to explain him the right way because, like, mm-hmm. he wants to do something what he has not is not able to. Yeah, but he wants to do, and then he comes and says, "Oh, Dad, come, come on, help me, do it for me." I mm-hmm. sit there and watch. <laughs> so and yeah. I said, "Now, uh, if you come to me in my cellar <laughs> and want to carve something, yeah. I want that you 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 get trained your skills. So just do what you can do, and we do some some things together." Oh, like uh, he, he want he wanted a, a sword. Oh, there's, wow, a part, cool. there, there's, there's a part missing. So yeah, and then he was saying like, "Oh, Dad, I need some letters in as well because he saw me letter carving and on the those swords like oh uh, so and like those stuff like uh, ideas from me. I said uh, this has to be on the on the sword like that. And, yeah." Very cool. Yana's showing me. Uh, Yana's showing for the people listening. Yana's holding up a epic, uh, like samurai sword, made of wood and painted with also cord on it, some material at the back. It looks so cool. And um, yeah, that's something you made together. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that, that's for me. Like uh, finding out the, the right way uh, to teach him something and mm-hmm. to get him like not get frustrated if he can't do something like he wanted to do yeah so and yeah that's something i have to learn i want to learn and that i because one of my ideas is probably going back to the school as a teacher mm-hmm. uh, in in like in crafts work in in the school where i learned but i'm i'm little bit undecided i want shift definitely from my shift work yeah uh, because that's not not pleasing me my whole life it's it's good makes me having a good life but on the end of the day i have to do something different uh on on, on one certain point in my life i think so and that's one idea what i may could do okay yeah. <clears throat> and yeah and uh, teaching people or young people those skills, I think it's today really important mm-hmm. because uh, using a, a, a mobile phone, that, uh, you don't have to have skills. My, my three-year-old daughter can use the photo app on my phone better than me, I would <laughs> say. So that is showing us that like that no skill, uh, that kind no skills needed and uh, but carving a spoon you have to have the patience and have to have the patience for learning skills new skills and be sensitive if you're working with sharp tools and there are sharp tools so and 
but yeah yeah i have to figure out a way how yeah how cool hey i think that's a that's an awesome idea like yeah. for for me and for you it was the same no this the stuff when we were young yeah influenced us now and and is yeah still sort of a positive thing for us now so yeah to kind of pass that on with more people yeah. would be awesome yeah. i'm i'm also working with kids and oh, it's such a cool feeling seeing them kind of get excited about the stuff and uh, whatever it is but this feeling of like yeah i can do something i can learn i can uh yeah i have sort of a, a power and effect on the world around yeah. me which yeah. they can learn through through making things with their hands or or training hey that'll be cool my experience is they have the interest and in, in as well and uh, if you have like really interesting stuff what you can show them that we can grab and and see and then then, then they have the uh, how, how you say it in english like they want to do something like that yeah um yeah and that's like so, so, some things like i was saying to my old like uh teacher crafts teacher in school like uh we just did in school like uh the start of thing so like fin finishing of balls like what you can do with with milk paint or with paint and or and chip carving that stuff we didn't we didn't do and mm -hmm. that's I, I think like <coughs> sorry uh if uh, if if you carve a smaller ball and then uh show them how to finish them off nicely as well with a chip carve or with a color rosing or those possibilities will <coughs> sorry <coughs> you have uh on on the on the wood carving I think that's something I would love to 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 teach them mm -hmm. because like it's nice to carve a ball, but if you do something special, what it's your own. Mm -hmm. <coughs> <Excuse> you. <coughs> I hope now it's better. Yeah. No, I I yeah, understand what you mean. Now just put yeah. doing the work, you learn the skills to do it. But if yeah. you kind of yeah, paint it or or somehow make it your own you you have a more of a connection to it huh and it might yeah. uh mean more to you. It yeah more, i would say yeah. uh -huh. so, and, and i think uh for me now with my experience of from the last three years uh spoon carving and, and carving so that the, the little bit more what you put on the end like on on on, on just little details like on i'm showing a, a handle on the scandy spoon with those the, those ripples on mm -hmm. the side so that that's nothing really difficult if you do it uh sensitive and that makes a huge difference on 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 the on 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 the outcome of a spoon or not outcome or like uh how uh the spoon gets noticed i think mm -hmm. so, so subtle and, and, small uh yeah details yeah. huh to make yeah. it special yeah yeah and like as well as like for the crapping a spoon like uh i experienced if you you don't have just a a flat handle that makes different uh haptic feeling i think and that uh, i really like on on spoons if they not just like uh like feel like sanded <coughs> yeah i know not that's that's for lots of people like if they get a spoon and in there, the wooden spoons are 
how do you get this uh, smooth finish on? And <coughs> you just tell them, oh, that's just knife work. You can do this with a really sharp knife. It's really better finish than any sandpaper can ever do. Yeah. And that's, I really like really on this. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Hey, cool, Jan. I think anyway, we've talked for, uh, for a while now. It was really... Yeah fun i don't know if there's anything else you would you had in mind to mention but um yeah we talked about a few different uh topics how you started in the stonework and yeah i don't know it was really cool to get to know you uh, a bit better and um yeah maybe we i'm sure we keep in touch do a spoon swap oh, definitely and, yeah and i hope i hope we we can make it some some stage that when i'm wishing i definitely wishing hamburg again because i like I quite like hamburg I did some marathons there while running. Ah, uh, yeah. A couple of times already. And now nah, I like the town again. And then I definitely will contact you and we have a coffee or something like together and see not just through a, a screen. And yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a nice experience. I didn't do something like that before in my life. So. Yeah. And hope my English is okay. <laughs> I could understand you fine. Yeah, not yeah. really cool to talk to you, Jan. Then, um, yeah, take care. All the best and see you again. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to find and follow the work of Jan, you can find him on Instagram at Jan-Leuschner. If you want to find me, I'm also on Instagram at Root Spoons. Thanks for listening and happy carving. <laughs>